At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good. Thursday morning, too, it is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. VSEN.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It is Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeffrey. How's your day? You have anything going on today? Anything for you? I'm not as busy as you are. Well, I actually do. I do have your old schedule today. I am. I am hosting uh, PTA. So you're doing two shows so today? We have two shows. What today. kind of what kind of schmuck would do I know. that? We do have that, oh, but no, my, I'm, my days. Uh, my days nothing compared to uh, <laughs> the uh, barrage of events you have. Barrage, including a U.S. Open podcast on the beating the book feed, and then uh, guesting on two others. But that ain't the half of it. Uh, maybe I'll tell you about it another day, boys and girls. Uh, but we have a uh, great show today with Crack, unscripted with the Crack Man, Bill Krakenberger, hour number two. Will Hill joins us, and the long-awaited, because Twitter has uh, has let us know they have wanted this back. Everybody has wanted this back for a good year now. The return of Dr. Bob. And for those who are wondering, okay, what's the deal? Dr. Bob, last year's season win totals college football. You ready for this, Jeff? 11-0. and On this show, 6-0. and of the ones that were still playable by the time he got on our air. 11-0, 6-0 subset on this. He has seven of them today. You look, you, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I know you're not crazy. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember. He's got seven of them today. It's not, bad. It's not a bad year. It's pretty good. <laughs> not bad. I'm told that's a pretty good record. <laughs> now, he will be the first to tell you, listen, don't expect that again. You're telling me that's not sustainable? <laughs> so, so if it doesn't happen again, don't come running to me. But Bob will join us here uh, momentarily for seven 
season win totals, which uh, have only moved in, pr- in in juice. Not in, the number has not moved since he first uh, put these out yesterday, but the juice has moved. But they're all still playable, and we'll get to those. Uh, Dave Schoenfeld wrote something, uh, wrote a piece at uh, ESPN uh, Plus. What was I about to say? I was about to say something else. ESPN Plus. Dave Schoenfeld, who writes for uh, writes baseball for ESPN. By the way, a great straight baseball piece that he does here with a quarter of the season left. The quarter poll, if you will. But really is like a great sort of Bible for betting baseball the rest of the season. And uh, we, we had our Q3 MLB betting show with Mark Borcher the other day. We did first fives. We did first innings. Umpires. Obviously, money lines and run lines, full game. We actually did first five run lines as well. This is an incredible uh, way to go down and figure out what's narrative, what's predictive. Well, let's just get into some of the sort of macro stories that any baseball writer would be about, but let's apply them to betting. And we'll go through these one by one just as a reset on these. And we talked first, okay, what's a big story? Albert Pujols, we talked about this yesterday, Jeff, 693. And the, uh, the numbers, again, for those who missed it at William Hill, William Hill actually putting out um, oh, by the way, Bob just uh, wanted to let you let it let us know with the season wins over the years. Forty seven, twenty and one. Not bad. Pretty good. Pretty good, Gilly. Twenty and one all time. Back to baseball for a second now. Um, so Pujols, those numbers on Albert Pujols, again, as you pointed out yesterday, Jeff, if he does not hit another home run, six hundred ninety three is where he is. Eighteen to one. Eighteen to one. Bet on that, that he does not hit another home run. These are at William Hill. 694 to 696, plus 120. That is the short shot. 697 to 699. This is where he ends the season. Plus 160. 700 on the button is down to 7 to 1. What was it yesterday? Oh, I'm seeing 11 to 1 on exactly to a 700. And then 701 plus is 7 to 1. Oh, you're correct. 11, yeah. 11 to 1 on 700 and 7, 701 plus is 7 to 1. Those are down a little, those two from yesterday, right? On... Uh, 700 was 12 to 1 during the show, so that moved very slightly. I think 701 was 8 to 1, so slight Slight movement, nothing crazy. Okay, so you can bet on that about Albert Pujols and his charge to become only the fourth player in history uh, to hit 700 home runs, or you can bet on that exactly to the positive or to the negative. Then there's Aaron Judge going for 62 home runs, which would be the New York Yankees record and the American League record. Um... It's not the all-time record, boys and girls. Sorry. I know you want to make it out to be, but it's not. Did you hear anything just now? Somebody say something? Yo, uh, I, oh, I, I, got, I got some news that isn't baseball-related if you want. Hold on. Let me just get the judge thing out. Yeah. Yes, that he gets the 62. You can bet all these at William Hill. Plus 260. The no minus through 350. So if you think he gets the six, to 62, you can still get plus 260 on that. We interrupt this baseball uh, betting stuff for this. Yeah, this was uh, this was floating yesterday, and it's uh, I would say it's even worse than we expected oh, here. Oh, no, please don't say it. Uh, Chet Holmgren uh. is done for the season. Liz Frank injury to his right foot suffered in that uh, pro-am in Seattle over the weekend. Brutal. Uh, that video circulated. Uh, LeBron crossed him up, and Holmgren tried to make a play and kind of fell awkwardly. Brutal. Absolutely brutal for, uh, again, a, a, a talent who – very unique talent, very skinny. All we talked about, just how skinny he was in the games we saw in person of Gonzaga here in town, and his season is done before it even starts. Oh, and he was great at Summer League. And and 
correct me if I'm wrong, because I sent you this text yesterday. I sent press to this as well. As soon as it came down, I'm like, oh, my God, this would be awful. Their season win total, when it first came out, seemed way low. Now it seems like, oh, poor Thunder. Like, they cannot catch a break. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they stop this game a quarter later because the court had moisture that they couldn't get rid of? I don't know. I was not paying attention at all to I'm the pretty sure that is correct. So after this happened, and I don't know if the two things are related, maybe LeBron crosses, maybe LeBron crosses him over and this happens whether the court is slick or not, but they literally had to clear, they literally stopped the game a quarter later because they couldn't dry up the court because of condensation from humidity and, and what an awful, what a, what a, just a horrible thing. That was the, from Woj, by the way. For the Thunder, what a horrible thing for the NBA, what a horrible thing for NBA fans. Shed Holmgren. Out for the season before it even starts. Number two pick in the draft. Man. Well, no artful way to segue back to this. Paul Goldschmidt, by the way, there is no prop. Now, while we have props for Albert Pujols and we have props for Aaron Judge, Pujols to get uh, to wherever he gets, landing on his final home run total and Judge to get to 62. Paul Goldschmidt, he has he has he is nine points ahead of Freddie Freeman in batting average. We're talking about Paul, Paul Goldschmidt for the Triple Crown. Prohibitive favorite to be the MVP. Someone will put up a triple crown number at some point, one would think, if this persists. But he's nine points ahead of Freddie Freeman for the lead in batting average in the NL. He is, t- he is three behind Kyle Schwarber in home runs in the NL. 31 for Goldschmidt, 34 for Schwarber. I believe he's tied for second. And he has 100 RBI, two behind Pete Alonzo. So leads in batting average, Three behind homers, two behind an RBI. Miguel Cabrera, last Triple Crown winner 2012, was also behind in a couple categories at this point. What number would you need, Jeff, to play? Yes, Paul Goldschmidt will win a Triple Crown, hypothetically. Okay, so he's going to win the batting crown. Yes. Like, that, that, that I feel very confident that he's going to win the batting crown. So let's go through this, Gil. I think it's a coin flip to be the RBI champ home right runs. now home runs is the home problem. run is the problem it's the problem now the one thing that with that though is the guy he's chasing is not 100 percent healthy yeah he's playing through not being 100 percent healthy so he still probably need oh and also by the way austin riley's tied with him too so that's not a, a person you want to be having to beat in, in that also it's got to be what 10 to 1 9 to 1 at least maybe more longer than that right yeah i think so so I don't know. I, I, I'd need a pretty big number on it still. But that, that prop should come out somewhere as well. So individual yeah, Someone props. should put that up. So Dave, Dave Schoenfield uh, sort of inspired uh, these. Let's just talk about divisions now, Mets and Braves. The Mets, uh, I know you know this, Jeff. It's only a one-and-a-half game lead over the Atlanta Braves. And you can still get the Braves, and always, again, shop around for all these. But you can still get the Braves at a tidy, a pretty tidy plus 220, I'm seeing, at BetMGM. To win the NL East, if you look at remaining strength of schedule, the Mets have the easiest remaining schedule in all of baseball. 446 collective uh, win percentage, aggregate win percentage of, of the remaining schedule. But Atlanta's is 480 against. Atlanta's is 22nd out of 30. The Mets are 30th. You don't want plus 220? They only play each other three more times, those two teams. I'm hanging with what I have. I'm going to either go down with it or I'm going to win with it at this point, Gil. So I think that this is going to come down to that. They play the last weekend of the season 
which is game uh, one 157 through 159. Division's coming out of that series. That's what it's just going to be at this point. Braves don't lose. Mets are going to dominate the bad teams. It's coming out of that. <laughs> it's just a, man, what could go wrong for your Mets? Guardians, four-game lead now over both the Twins and the White Sox of the AL Central. Guardians minus 175. At BetMGM, White Sox 3-1, to one, Twinkies plus 450. Remaining schedule of those three teams, uh, not a whole bunch going on here. Cleveland's 19th. Uh, White Sox, actually White Sox the easiest of the bunch, 27th. So the fourth easiest remaining schedule for the White Sox. But the Guardians are right at, uh, right at 19th, so they're middling. And then Minnesota's also super middling at 16th. So You're telling me the Twins collapsed? Wow. 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 But you wouldn't. But the point is, you wouldn't bet the White Sox or Twins here. Hey, how how can you bet no, either of those teams? I, I could not. We know what the White Sox are, and the Twins are the Twins. They they choke. Yeah. The other thing Schoenfeld brings up is what we brought up yesterday about Tony Gonsolin and him being 16 to one, down to now. What yesterday he was eight to one to win the NL Cy. Now I'm seeing. Plus four twenty-five at Draft at DraftKings. What am I saying here? Do 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 do. Plus four fifty. Pardon me at DraftKings. Plus four fifty. What what Schoenfeld points out though that I didn't realize. You know what the mo- the best record is with just one loss in all of baseball history? Eighteen and one. Roy Face, the nineteen fifty-nine Pirates. The best record with only two losses, Greg Maddox, 19 and 2 in 1995. Remember, Urias was 20 and 3 last year and got no sniff of this. But if Gonsolin gets a couple more wins, we're talking about history with a win loss record. Could win loss be making a comeback on his way to a Cy Young? Dr. Bob next, college football season win totals numbers game. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 Skill Alexander, ladies and gentlemen, it's my long lost friend, pioneer in predicting sports through the use of uh, predictive algorithms. Also has uh, technical analysis as well. It's the great Bob Stoll. You know him better as Dr. Bob. How you doing, Bob? I'm good, Gil. I'm still a pioneer, I see. You don't want to be a pioneer? You don't like that? Well, I, I am, but it makes me sound like my metrics are old. My metrics are constantly improving, Gil, as okay. you know. All right. So we'll, we'll get rid of pioneer. <laughs> well, we'll think of something new. We'll think of something new. Tick, well, I don't know if there's anything new. I TikTok, still TikTok celebrity Dr. Bob. How's that? No? I, I don't even know what a TikTok is, okay. Gil. Well, we'll try. We'll, we'll come up with something. How you Not been, man? As you. you good? Doing all right. <laughs> yeah, I got family in town. My uh, my my oldest kid is now in kindergarten, so he's gone most of the day, which allows me to get more work done. <laughs> Can I remind people, Bob? I know you do. You, do you want to say what what uh, when I didn't talk to you for three months and I called you and I said, "How are you doing?" Do you remember the first thing out of your mouth? Do you want to repeat what you said about your uh, children? No, my my son's a yeah a hole like. <laughs> Something, something to that effect. Yes, I think most, yes. most five-year-olds are. <laughs> something to that effect. All right, I, I, I gave the uh, the old street cred before uh, at the top of the show. Eleven and zero in season wins last year. Six and zero when you came on this show. But the overall record, six and zero uh, subset on this show. Forty-seven, twenty and one college football season wins. Um, you're back at it. You've released a whole bunch. You've got seven that you want to share today. Is there anything else you'd like to add just in terms of what goes into this for you? Well, a lot of this is based on, I've, I've been keeping track of, um, you know, returning production in every category you can think of uh, tackles for loss, passes, defended sacks, uh, offensive line starts returning, receiving per- yards, percentage returning, rushing yards, quarterback start returning starter. Yes or no, blah, blah, blah. I've been keeping stuff for, I've got going on almost 20 years of data, and I also have metrics in each category, rushing offense, passing offense, rushing defense, et cetera, and how teams change from one year to the next based on their returning production. And there are different algorithms depending on new coach, new defensive coordinator, second-year coach, third-year coach, fourth-year coach, or more. I have all these algorithms that 
got years and years, almost two decades of data on. So it's a pretty good measure of, I have a pretty good measure of how much a team is likely to improve or not improve. Uh, things that had to be changed a little bit in recent years because of uh, transfers. So I have a talent. I used to have a, just a recruiting ratings the previous three years. Recruiting ratings, now I use uh, current talent ratings, which are recruit, a little bit of a recruiting rating based on, you know, which includes transfers and such. So it's a little different now because it used to be one or two transfers, you know, per team, and you just have to kind of factor those. And now they're rampant. So I, I do a talent rating instead. I work that into the algorithm instead of recruiting ratings. But other than that, it's, it's been about the same process over the years. Do you feel like it gives you an incrementally better edge, though, that, that all this is going on now in, in so much as that you are that much, you know, deeper into it than most? Well, you know, last year was a fun, a funny example. Uh, I had normally have about eight or nine or ten teams that qualify under the threshold. Like, oh, I need a certain differential from my predicted wins to the actual uh, adjusted wins, you know, adjusted based on odds. You know, like you know, over 5 minus 150 is more like uh, 5.4. You know, so based on adjusted win totals, um, odds adjusted win totals, normally a certain differential makes something a play. Last year I had 25 qualifying. And I thought, God, that's a lot. I thought, well, maybe – my stuff is off a little bit because of COVID the year before, and there weren't a lot of non-conference games, which could kind of mess with your 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 ratings a little bit. Perhaps I thought, well, maybe there's just more variance because it was COVID the previous year, and there's just more variance with all the transfers and stuff. And so I I got conservative and only only released 11. Of course, those went 11 and 0. If I'd have released all 25 that qualified, it would have been 24 and 1. So, oh as it turns out, Jeez. I mean, I had a reason to be conservative, thinking there's more yeah. variance, but the variance wasn't in my ratings. The variance was in the, the bookmakers. They're the ones that, that were off, not me, as it turned out. And I think having those of talent ratings and handling all the transfers as I did, I think that made a made a big difference. All um, right, let's. So I, I was ahead of the game last year, even though I was super conservative. And this year, I still think I have an edge. I've always had an edge in these. And again, the disclaimer: don't expect Bob to still win at this rate. Like it's just not. Yeah, there was, yeah. yeah there was one year I went zero and three, and the previous two years I was five and two and seven and one, and then I had an zero and three. So I have had one losing season on these win totals. So. You never know. Yeah, and let me guess. People gave it to you. They're like, oh, you're the worst. <laughs> Trust me. The win total suck. No, yeah. Actually, the year I went 0-3 on the win totals, I think I won 62% of my game best. So I had a really good season overall, so I didn't really hear too much negativity about the 0-3 on the win totals that year. Uh, let's start. In the Pac-12, let's go to uh, the bottom of the Pac-12. Arizona is your first. What do you got? Yeah, you know, this is a team. They were 1-11 last year. And, and Jed Fisher's first year as head coach. And they would have been 0-12 if they hadn't caught Cal with their offense decimated by COVID. They won that game 10-3 to because Cal's offense was missing like eight starters, you know, and just couldn't move the ball. So they, they could have seriously been 0-12 last year. But this is a much different team. Uh, quarterback upgrade, not that, you know, Plummer was bad last year. He had some you know, receiver injuries and such. Um, but Jaden uh, Delora comes over from Washington State and comes right. He was a Pac-12 freshman of the year last year. And not only do you get a huge upgrade at quarterback, 
But you also get an all-American caliber wide receiver in Jacob Cowing coming over from UTEP. Cowing managed to average 12.0 yards per target, not yards per catch, yards per target, playing with a quarterback at UTEP that only completed 55% of his passes. So a huge upgrade with Cowing as now the number one receiver. Not only that, you have a top 10 wide receiver recruit freshman coming in, and last year's best receiver, Dorian Singer, only played five games, which was part of the reason the offense struggled. He averaged 9.1 yards per target with lesser quarterbacks, and now he's back healthy. So they have three legitimately good wide receivers and a good quarterback. So I think the offense is going to be night and day different. That defense is still going to be probably worse than average. Um, uh, but they do have a new defensive coordinator and eight returning defensive starters. They're not going to get up 14 yards per catch most likely. So the defense should be better, but still not good. But I think the offense is going to be much better. They just need to win four games, three games to break even going over three. And I have them favored in home games against North Dakota State, Colorado, and Washington State. And they have a decent chance at closing with a home win against uh, an Arizona State team that's down uh, that probably have an upset or two somewhere along the way. So much more likely to win four or more games than they are to win two or fewer. All so right. good bet on Arizona over three up to minus 135 is the best bet, but up to 150 is still pretty good value. Yeah, I saw minus 145 over three at DraftKings yeah. last night. Yeah, and I don't – the thing is it's still a good bet at my, up to minus 150. I just don't like to tie up that much – yeah. Of my bankroll, you know, so I go for a higher return on investment to make them plays to, to, to tie up all that money for the whole season, but still a good bet up to minus 150. I just only want to release the clients at minus 135 or less because I don't want them tying up their bankroll on, you know, on 10% ROI bets, but it's still 10% ROI at minus 150. So can, can, we, bet. can we do the next one in 90 seconds? Your Homer team I here? Try. Cal over oh, five and a oh, half. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. Yeah, you know, Cal's always got a good defense under Justin Wilcox. And last year, their offense was actually very good. They were .7 yards per play better than average. if you exclude that Arizona game when their whole offense was out. In the other games, they averaged 415 yards of offense and 6.5 yards per play to go along with a good defense. So Cal was actually a good team last year, but struggled to win games because they were 0-5 in one-possession games. They still ended up at 5-6 and in their non-COVID games. So getting to six wins is not that much of a trip. I don't think the offense is going to be quite as good, but they do have an experienced quarterback, Purdue's former starter, Jake Plummer, comes in. He's completed 65% of his nearly 500 career pass attempts. So he's a solid quarterback. They have a, some good running backs. I think the offense is going to be decent, not as good as last year with Chase Garbers, but decent. Uh, defense is always good. So I think Cal is an underrated team, mostly likely to do their 5-7 and seven record last year. But 0-5 oh in close games last year, they could have easily been – Seven and five or eight and four. So I think Cal's an underrated team coming into the season. Okay, couple uh, Pac twelve overs right there. Arizona over three and Cal over five and a half. And that one didn't move that much. I see minus one twenty on the over yeah, five and, and a half. Yeah, and that's that's still a best bet. Uh, I don't know what I had it up to minus one one thirty or one twenty. Yeah, best bet up to minus one twenty and still good value up to minus one thirty. Okay. We got five more, Bob. We're gonna do uh two minutes on each. Five more season win totals from the great Dr. Bob. Don't call him a pioneer though. He will scold you for that. On the other side, numbers game Visa, the sports betting network.
a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Pro Football Guide is out now. This year's guide is packed with Super Bowl and playoff predictions, season win total best bets for every team, best ways to bet rookie quarterbacks, all of it. Plus a bookmaker breakdown of what futures the public and respected bettors are making. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It's Gil Alexander. Dr. Bob is with us. The great Dr. Bob, who again uh, last year... 6-0 and on the show season wins, went 11-0 and on the ones he released. Would have gone 24-1 and had he gone with deeper uh, season win totals last year. 47-20-1 all-time on the college football season wins. Let us continue, Bob, with, uh, by the way, you can follow Bob at drbobsports at drbobsports.com, drbobsports.com as well. Uh, Eastern Michigan, what you got? Well, this is a team. I mean, I like the coach, uh, Chris Creighton, um, you know, it took a terrible program to turn it into a you know, mediocre MAC team. They win between five and seven games almost every single year. Um, but last year's team was lucky. I mean, they were seven and six overall, but they were outgained by 0.8 yards per play and were more like a five and seven team than a than a seven and six team last year. Um, this team is not going to be as good. Uh, offensively, they, re, they, they have to replace Ben Bryant, who came over as like a one-year rental. He came from Cincinnati. He was a backup quarterback there. Came to Eastern Michigan last year. Had a solid season. Now he's going back to Cincinnati <laughs> to be the start of this year for the Bearcats. And they replace him with Taylor Powell, who was 1.8 yards per pass play, worse than an average quarterback at Troy last season, and couldn't even keep his job at Troy. Um, so Powell is a huge downgrade at quarterback. Um, he's a, you know, he just a lot of safe throws, 66% completions with only 10 yards per completion is not going to do it. Uh, so the, the, the Eastern Michigan offense is not going to be as good. The passing attack is not good with Powell. The running attack might be one of the worst in the nation. They were horrible last year running the ball and they lose their leading rusher average 6.2 yards per run. The rest of the running backs combined for 3.8 yards per run last year against a pretty easy schedule of defenses. So I just don't see how they're going to move the ball that well. Uh, the defense last year was terrible, averaging, you know, allowing 6.3 yards per play last year. Um, they had all 11 starters back last year and were still terrible defensively. Probably not going to be that much worse. They have six starters back this year, but they're probably going to be about, about just as bad as they were last year defensively. It's basically a case of not as good an offense and pretty lucky last year to, to win seven games instead of five. I just don't think they're a, a, a six-win team. I, I see them, you know, more in the four to five-win range this year. Um, much more likely to uh, win four or fewer games than to win six or more. So, all right, uh, under five and a half. Would you would you play it under six minus one fifty? I'm seeing that in some spots. Yeah, I saw that. I have under six up to minus one sixty. Okay, it's still a best bet. Okay. Yeah, I see some I see some sixes and under five and a half up to up to minus one twenty. All right, this next one, just anecdotally, based on uh, you know other college football guys that we've had on this summer, you're con you're sort of contrarian on Houston. You're not as bullish on the Cougars as some others. No, well, well, Houston. They they were eleven and one in the regular season last year, 
but they really didn't outgain their opponents by very much. I mean, they were only 0.4 yards per play better than average on a national scale, and they're probably going to be worse on both sides of the ball. Um, they lost their leading rusher, Alton McCaskill, uh, towards ACL in the spring. Um, Clayton Toon is in his fifth season as a quarterback, but, but quarterbacks – with that much experience in a third or fourth season as a starter, don't usually improve at all. So he should be about the same, which is decent, you know, a little bit better than average passing game. I think the running game is going to be worse than average. Here's the thing about Houston last year. They were 11 and one. They shouldn't have won 11 games. Um, the biggest thing for them was they had a defense last year. That was only 0.5 yards per play better than average, but they allowed only 25.7 on third down conversions extremely lucky lots of variance there the previous two seasons they gave up 37 percent and 38 percent on third downs running the same system the big difference this year is that they will not have two nfl caliber cornerbacks they had two corners that were drafted in the third and fourth rounds of the nfl draft they don't have those guys this year so being plus 16 and a half percent on third down conversion differential is not going to happen this year that's extremely lucky tons of variance and they're not going to have two shutdown corners to help them on third third down on defense so i think the defense is going to you know not be nearly as good in points allowed because they're going to give up more third downs um so this this team is looking more like a eight win team and not a not a 10 win team that you're going to need, need to get over nine um so i just think last year was a lucky season for them a lot of positive variants, and I just don't think they're going to be as good this year without two NFL cornerbacks. So right. I have under nine wins, up to minus one twenty-five. All right, we got uh, we have three more. We got ninety seconds for each of these, Bob. Just keep that uh, timing in mind. All right, Taulia Tagovailoa in Maryland. Where do you stand on them? Yeah, I, I like Tagovailoa. I mean, he's been great the last year. He completed sixty-nine percent of his passes last season, seven point three yards per pass play, despite losing his most explosive receiver, Dante Demas, for most of the year. He only played five games. He averaged 14.1 yards per target in those five games, and then he was lost, and they still put up good numbers offensively. Uh, Demas is back. They also add uh, Florida's number one receiver, Jacob Copeland, came over as a transfer. He averaged 10 yards per target for the Gators last year, and leading receiver, Rakeem Jarrett, is back. They are loaded at receiver. This is going to be one of the best offensive teams in the Big Ten. I mean, not as good as Ohio State, obviously, but it's sort of in the range of Michigan. I, they're going to be a very good offensive team with nine starters returning and all the great receivers. Uh, the defense, yeah, still not so good, but not terrible. They're not terrible defensively. They're just not good by Big Ten standards. But they have 85% or better to beat four teams on the schedule, Buffalo, Charlotte, Northwestern, and Rutgers. And I think they're going to be – there's a bunch of toss-up games in there. I have been favoring SMU and Indiana. There's six games right there they're going to be favored in. So going over six, I think they're going to have an upset or two. I think Michigan State's an upset possibility, possibly Purdue at home. It's a toss-up game. This team could easily win eight games, and I think getting to seven is much more likely than, than winning five or less. So Maryland over six, up to minus 120 is the best bet, and up to minus 130 for good value. Okay, for those who are missing this, we'll put them all in the newsletter. We'll run some social clips. Jeff is putting his thumbs up, so uh, if you missed it, don't worry. We'll have another chance to uh, to hear about it. Texas Tech, Red Raiders, what do you like? Yeah, I went over Texas Tech last year and won, despite mm-hmm. Tyler Shaw, uh getting injured in the fourth game of the season. Star, uh, star quarterback came over, had a great season at Oregon uh, in 2020, 
came to Texas Tech last year, was having a great season, then got injured in the fourth game, and the Red Raiders still managed to go over five wins for me. And now a new coach, Joey McGuire, inherits a really good situation. Uh, Shaw is back. They have a good backup quarterback. Um, and they bring in offensive coordinator Zach Kittler. And if you're not familiar with Zach Kittler, he brought his Sam Houston offense to Western Kentucky last year. And Western Kentucky went from one of the worst offensive teams to one of the best offensive teams in the country. They have a talented receiving group, a talented NF, future NFL quarterback, and um, potentially one of the top 10 to 15 best offenses in the nation. Defense is eh, mediocre, but not terrible, similar to Maryland. And I give them a 70% chance of winning winning uh, in four games, four of their games, 70% or better. And they have you know, three, you know, three games, three games in which they'll probably be underdogs, NC State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. But then they have a bunch of toss-up games. I think getting to seven wins is, is not going to be a problem. I think they, they should win seven games, and they're over five and a half. And getting to six wins or more is very likely. Uh, so I have uh, best bet over five and a half wins up to minus 125 and good value up to minus 130. All right. And finally, Bob, Utah State. This was one of my biggest winners last year. Utah mm-hmm. State over three and a half wins, and they won the Mountain West in an 11-win season. But a lot of that was really lucky. <laughs> and they, uh, you know, lucky in terms of third down differentials, lucky in terms of converting fourth downs where their opponents only converted 25% of fourth downs. And they're not only were lucky last season, it's just they weren't actually that good. They averaged 5.9 yards per play. They gave up 5.8 yards per play. So to win 11 games being very mediocre offensively, you know, very mediocre from the line of scrimmage, was very, very lucky. And they won't be as good. They lose an All-American receiver in Devin Thompson who caught 102 passes, 1,700 yards, and over 10 yards per target. That's why Logan Bonner had a career year because he had a great wide receiver. In his other two seasons as a starting quarterback, he was worse than average. So Bonner's going to regress He'll probably still be better than average, but he won't be nearly as good at throwing the ball as he was last year. And the defense doesn't look that good either. Last year, they gave up six, six yards per, uh, per play against teams that would average only 5.5 yards per play against an average defensive team. So they were not good defensively last year. They just were lucky on third downs and fourth downs. And they figured to be worse than average again defensively this year. So this is just a team that was overrated because of last year's success. And I have them you know, winning about six games this year, and the total seven. So under seven wins at minus 130, uh, 135 or better, still good. Um, and I've seen as low as minus 120 still. Bob, you're the best. My job was to stay out of the way. Mission accomplished. We'll run them, we'll run them all back after the break for the audience, but we'll put them, we have them up on the screen now, but I'll say them out loud for the radio side. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it, man. All right, good luck. Sorry to be so long-winded. No, you're great. Dr. Bob, everybody. Tennis update next as well. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Skill Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Uh, let us uh, let us just review those Dr. Bob season win totals for those who uh, wanted to get them in one nice tidy sort of list here. And we will put these in the newsletter as well. Arizona over three, Cal over five and a half, Eastern Michigan under five and a half, Houston under nine, Maryland over six, Texas Tech over five and a half, Utah State under seven. Please do pay heed to the uh, parameters that Bob mentioned, though, on all of those. But they are all still playable currently. So that's that. Now, if you missed the big story this morning, and this went down yesterday, but it was confirmed, Chet Holmgren with the Liz Frank injury out for the season. My goodness, the Oklahoma Thunder. And uh, that's just terrible for basketball fans in general. So much uh, was was, uh, so promising. And, uh, you know, we'll see him back hopefully. And hopefully Liz Frank injuries are a little pesky, though. You know, so you you just hope for the best with all that. But we hope him a, a speedy recovery. The big football injury, Tyron Smith of the uh, Cowboys, Dunzo as well. 
for the uh, for the football season. He suffered a torn left hamstring in practice yesterday. That could cost him uh, multiple months, they're calling it. Multiple months. I don't know if that means two or four or three or whatever of the NFL season. I have some Cowboys fan friends, though, who are like, ah, it's two years past his price. It's funny how they reacted to it. Well, the bigger issue is week one, they get to play the, play the Bucks. Yeah. Shaq Barrett's pretty good last time I checked. Pretty good. Uh, that That's yeah. not, uh, not what you want out of the gate. And then the other thing is Novak Djokovic. Uh, this was anticipated, but it got official this morning just ahead of the U.S. Open draw. The 21-time major champion will have to withdraw from the U.S. Open. He will not be a participant. Three-time winner uh, of the U.S. Open cannot enter the United States due to his vaccination status and the updated CDC rules confirming that. So Novak Djokovic misses, misses his second major of the season because of uh, his stance on the vaccination, on the vaccine, I should say, of COVID-19. Remember, in the Australian Open, he was deported after being in Australia. So uh, no, Novak will not be in this tournament, and so the men's draw becomes that much more open, but that was anticipated. By the way, one tennis bet today. I am on da- Diane Perry. Um, minus 117 is the play on Diane Perry. Um, that is in one of these, again, one of these squirrely tournaments right before the majors, uh, right before the major, that is the U.S. Open. Uh, Perry taking on Tatiana Maria, the German player, um, would be nice to have a little five-match win streak here uh, going into the U.S. Open, and that's what that would be if that gets home for us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is the host of the New York City Cast, wherever podcasts are available. Man about town, Will Hill. How you doing, Will? Gil, wish you gave me another minute there to get my Diane Perry action in, but uh, <laughs> I'll have to wait till uh, till I get off. How's right. it going? Sorry about that, man. I should have I should have lagged. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll do this. I'll do this because this this is segue into you. You could do what you want to do, but we we're we we're going through Dave Schoenfeld's article uh, at, at the ESPN plus earlier and sort of applying it to gambling numbers. And we went through pool holes and there's a prop for that. And, the, and judge getting to 62. There's a prop for that. Also, obviously the division races in both the uh, NL East and the AL central. He also points out the Dodgers right now um, on pace for 113 wins, by the way, they're 85 and 37. They're two games behind the 2001 Mariners. Mariners at this point, 2001, were 87 and 35. They, of course, have the 162 game era record of 116 wins. I'll be interested if someone puts up a prop for that. And then it's your Yankees, of course, and just a heat check on your Yankees. Only the 69 Cubs with 40 games left were up eight, blew it. The 78 Red Sox, Bucky, freaking Dent. Uh, that was that year when the, when the Red Sox were up eight and a half on the Yankees. Yankees came back with uh, eight and a half down with 39 games remaining. And then the 95 Angels, the famous Randy Johnson and uh, Ken Griffey Jr. team catching them. So it would be only the fourth time in history. What are you feeling about the Yankees right now? Would you make a bet on the Blue Jays or the Rays? No. Uh, on Saturday, once Cole lost and it got down to, I think, six in the loss column, he started to look at the schedule, count how many games were left. Toronto's got an easy schedule coming up, but I think we're past that. I think winning three in a row, which they won them all by the same score of four to two, which I, I don't know how often that happens, uh, but I think they're okay. The next seven are against the Angels, the A's. As long as you go four and three, five and two in that stretch, you start to pair off the games. Eventually, you're going to look up and there's going to be 30 games left. And if you're still up seven or eight with 30 to play, the math just becomes almost impossible. So I think the Yankees are in good shape. 20 to one on the uh, Blue Jays to win the AL East. Always shop around for these Rays 80 to one. Um, 
schedules for all three teams, uh, not really super noteworthy in terms of remaining schedule, although Tampa Bay would have the hardest of the bunch, actually third hardest remaining in terms of uh, collective uh, win percentage of their opponents. So that is something with the Rays. All right. Um, do you have baseball plays for today, sir? Yeah, there's not a lot. I uh, I did take Toronto laying like dollar sixty or so against the Red Sox, and I took the Guardians who are suddenly pulling away, as you mentioned, in the AL Central. We're really not going to have a lot of races here in baseball. We'll have Mets, Braves, but other than that, these pennant races are kind of boring, especially if the Central uh, you know leads keep opening up. But I did take Cleveland, and I took Toronto. Uh, McKenzie going for Cleveland. McKenzie's quietly turned into one of the great stars. I think he had 14 or 15 strikeouts uh, his last game. I think it was on like Friday night. It was like my last day in Vegas there last week. So McKenzie's pitched well. Mariners with a terrible loss yesterday against Washington. They had a bunch of chances. And I thought, I forget who hit it, but I thought he hit a three-run homer for Seattle down two in the, in the bottom of the ninth. Died just at the track. But I am playing Cleveland and I'm playing Toronto. And what is a light card? And I don't know if you saw this. I think we were texting about it last night. The Mets are up to minus 440 at some books. That has to be the biggest line of the year. <laughs> that is the biggest line of the year. I, th- I think someone crept into 400 before, but minus 440 is the biggest line of the year. We have gotten to that point. Uh, two preseason games, week three, the final week of uh, preseason football kicks off tonight. And uh, Packers Chiefs is one of them. If this was a regular season game. That would be a marquee matchup. Uh, Packers, a very slight favorite here. One and a half is what it is right now. And then the 49ers and the Texans, where uh, according to Kyle Shanahan, there won't be more than a half of Trey Lance, maybe not even a half, but they certainly won't get past halftime. Uh, 49ers, a three and a half point favorite against the Texans. Any action here? Believe it or not, I am not touching anything. What? I'm good. I'll see you in the regular season. We got college football. I did have a, a couple college plays. Please. One college play. Please. I ahead. did take Northwestern plus the I think 13 and a half against Nebraska. They returned most of their offense, most of their offensive line. They got a pretty good running back in, in Hull. So should be able to run the ball, shorten the game. That just seemed like a, a big number. So I'll, uh, I'll dip my toe in the water and, and take Northwestern in a game. That's what 1130 Saturday morning on the East coast that I believe is being played in Ireland. Yes. Dublin, Ireland. Okay, you have that. By the way, back to the Niners for a second, because we, we touched on this. We did the Beating the Book uh, podcast, the NFL season preview with Las Vegas Chris and with Matt Brown. And this is before, this is last week. So this is before, um, actually, it was Monday, pardon me. This was before Brett Favre came out and was like, hey, like, Jimmy Garoppolo should be their starter. Uh, this is before people have been buzzing about this week. I, I posed it to them, and I'm like, Shouldn't the Niners, like all of this talk about Jimmy G just being scuttled, haven't we gotten to the point where, again, we said this a few days back, where it's like the Niners have almost painted themselves into a corner where it's like you're not going to get anything for you're not going to get proper value in a trade. You at this point, all these other teams are waiting for you to just cut him. If you're that close to a Super Bowl, what exactly are you doing? Like, shouldn't you just eat it and be like, let's go for it? So you're suggesting just hold on to him. I'm suggesting that exactly. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. Because Lance runs a lot. I mean, he rolls an ankle or something, and then you need a backup quarterback, and then you don't have Garoppolo. Yeah, he he helps you more on your team than not on your team. I, I totally agree. Now look, and it gives you a safety net here if Lance just falls on his face. We haven't seen a lot of him. Uh, if he ends up being a bust, you know what? You put Garoppolo back in there, which will be tough with everything you gave up for Lance. But I agree. I I don't think it makes any sense to just cut him or give him away. Jimmy G, who, uh, you know, through no fault of his own, they were up on Kansas City in the Super Bowl. And then last year on their run uh, through the NFC Championship, played very well, made some huge plays. 
Um, I'll ask of you what I asked of them on that podcast as we go out here. Give me your team that goes against conventional wisdom in each conference where you can see a scenario where one of the teams that are considered elite might not even make the postseason. Who's the team in each conference? I know it's the Rams in the NFC just because I question their offensive line and they are such a stars and scrubs sort of model where a couple injuries would really derail them. I know you can say that about a lot of teams. So I will say the Rams uh, in the NFC in the AFC, I guess I'll go with the bills just because I think they, uh, I don't know. I'll just go with the bills. I think they're being a little bit overvalued by the market. They should be pretty good though. Will, always great to see you, man. It was great meeting you. Great having you in studio last week. Great meeting the family and your, you know, 75 children. It was awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. See ya. Will Hill, everybody, right here on a numbers game. The New York City cast. You can follow it. Not the Will Hill. Two E's on the the. Crack, next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.